Hello, everybody, and welcome to InEvent Talks, a podcast powered by Eventland. This season, we feature the most futuristic and technologically advanced leaders speaking candidly about their experiences with event tech. Grab a drink, press play, and join the conversation. I am Deji Oshikaya, and it's great to have you here with us. Hello, everyone. It's one more time here for the InEvent Talks, our podcast. Today's episode directly from Tech. We are here for the first B2B Summit, and we have a guest today. Uh, InEvent Talks, it's the original series by InEvent, where we have discussions with individual uh, people, like a very specific uh, industry discussions <laughs> and thoughts with leaders across various disciplines and topics. And today we have Julius Hemingway, Analyst Relations Manager at StoryBlock. Thank you, Julius, for being here. Thank you so much for having me. So Julius has a, this strong background on creating meaningful connections with industry analysts, uh, developing, collaborating on AR programs. His expertise is leveraging created content and empirical data to foster a profound compre comprehension of StoryBlock value proposition. And for those never heard about StoryBlock, it's an innovative content management system, so an innovative CMS for your company and, and all your marketing team and sales team that enables developers and marketers to craft exceptional content experiences across very, various digital platforms. Um, this company empowers to create and manage engaging content seamlessly with a wide range of features and tools. And they have worked with uh, renowned brands like Adidas, Tesla, and over 100, 110,000 other Steam developers. That's amazing. So, Thank you. Uh, first of all, Julius, how do you see um, companies using your product? How they are leveraging your product on day to day? Absolutely. So one of the big things about our content management system is that it belongs to a group of CMSs called headless CMS. What that essentially means is that you're decoupling the front end or the presentation layer from the back end where you're where the content will be living and then get that conf that that content to the front presentation layer through API requests. The idea behind that essentially is you make one update to your content in the in the back end and that's going to be reflected on all of the different channels. So typically we speak to companies which are looking to grow internationally which are nice. which are very international we speak with companies that are looking to be on a variety of channels so that might have apps that might have a mobile website normal websites all those sorts of things but actually with headless you can even manage things like television app, television app your booth or the apple watch or whatever voice activated um, devices that you might have in in your business as well so that really for us was the very big priority and where um, the headless element of story block comes in right. the other side of that is we focus very much on empowering content creators uh, and developers and the idea behind that is we don't want that relationship to become a bottleneck between developers and content creators a lot of the time content management can be very technical and very developer heavy and the idea behind our product very much was to create a a solution that content creators can work on independently from the developers as well. Nice. Um, How do you see this for a channel like this, uh, events? Uh, events are running by content, right? It's extremely heavy, especially an event like this by Forrester. They do a lot of 
uh, research. Yeah. And they bring a unique and valuable content. Yeah. They probably have a unique CMS system, right? To manage this across all Absolutely. the events and all the rooms. They have like a endless exactly. rooms and sessions here. Yeah. No, I think it's super important. I think, you know, obviously there's a lot of very senior people at this conference uh, that attend the B2B summit and a lot of buyers and decision makers. So for me, I think it's super important that when you're hosting an event like this, that you have a content management system where, for instance, content creators are able to edit and update certain information about sessions or about, you know, updates to the time, to the, to the agenda, all those sorts of things in real time so that, you know, the agenda can stay up to date as much as possible so that, you know, certain things will happen. Nice. You just have to be armed with technology that is going to allow you to, to be in communication with all the attendees properly, especially at an event like this where you have quite senior people and mm -hmm. um, they have very high expectations as well about what sort of content they're going to be seeing. And then um, obviously a lot of the content that they're making here is also going to be available for a, lot, a, a long time um, after the conference. And so I think it's really important that Again, there's a there's a nice experience for the people that are going to watch that content as well, and that it's up to date with you know all the insights that were learned during that session and those sorts of things. So I think that that's really those yeah. two have to go very together. You know. Yeah, I, w I would ask about this. Like, uh, how do you see this content over here? They told right that's going to be available. I don't know if, if it's three months or one yeah, year. Three months. It will be available. Yeah, online. Yeah. That's what all the conference they have they should do like right now put your content online for yeah. your attendees later. Absolutely. So I came from, you know, I, we were just talking about this before we started that I kind of started getting very much into conferences and that sort of stuff during COVID. Um that's very much when I started working in this world and when I got into touch with these conferences and what, well, you know, at the time everything was virtual. Which wasn't the nicest either in my opinion like i'm much a much greater fan of being in person and having these in-person experiences but what we noticed at that time i was also still working at forrester was that essentially we, they were almost able to i think you know i'm going to throw this number out there but like double the amount of people that were seeing the content because you didn't have to fly anymore and that translated at a at a like when we all started going back again that didn't have to stop And so, you know, to be able to, to still provide this content for all the people at home who might not be able to attend the conference means that you're able to touch a lot more people, that you're able to, to bring content to a lot more people and not just the two and a half thousand people that are at the conference this week. Yes, that's very important. And you can monetize on top of this additional uh, content that you have. And of course, in our uh, generation of social media, you needed to Absolutely. make a lot of cuts and a lot of yeah. clips that you can also promote this yeah. right to reach more audience yeah yeah and I, you just have to have you know a i think buyers and, and and decision makers and people in general expect a very high quality of information and of content nowadays be that the format in which they consume it so be that on social media or the apps and all those sorts of things like one of the big things that we're realizing is that you have to meet your buyers where they want to engage with your content, which is why those on like those, those omni-channel capabilities are so very important. 
So I completely agree with you. You have to, you know, in this age, we have all these, we have so many devices, so many channels that we engage with content on. We have to be able to be on all of those. Any storytelling, it's a, a great way. Always, like I think any type of people, Absolutely. we always should hear a good story. Yeah. How do you approach your customers and tell them, like, uh, what kind of a device you give them when they are putting content uh, outside online? Is there any particular aspect they have to be very careful about? Like, uh, I don't Definitely. know, the structure of their content or the size, I don't know. Do you know, I think it starts a bit earlier than that even. Like, I think the first thing is that you have to understand the content that your buyers and that your audience is actually wanting to consume. Uh, do, you, of, do you do you believe they want to consume this podcast? <laughs> I very much hope so. Uh, we hope so. But I think that you know, at the end of the day, that um, you basically you have to buyers will will look for certain content, and you can't just rely on. Well, if I put out a certain amount of con like a certain quantity of content, they'll find something within there that that will be relevant to them. Like you have to understand your buyers. Then you have to align internally between all of your teams. Like having a unified message is the key to putting out good content. Like everyone has to understand what sort of messaging um, you're trying to put out there and be that on social media or on the website or wherever. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing is that you have to have the right technology in my eyes in order to be able to do that as well. So again, you have to be on all of those channels. So you have to have a content management system that allows you to be on all of those different channels. And you have to have a, a user experience for the people that are creating the content that they enjoy. So we did this study with Forrester, a total economic impact study, kind of an ROI study, where they interviewed four of our clients. Um, and one of the things that they, real, that they found when speaking to our clients was that the customers of our clients ended up spending more time on their websites after mm -hmm. they'd implemented Storyblock. Just because the content was more fresh, it was more up to date, it was easier for people using Storyblock to bring out good content. And that engaged people a lot more. We weren't expecting that. That was a hugely validating element to us. Right. And so, what yeah. was the main reason was basically because the the, the way yeah. the team could find the content was easy yeah. and they could digest also all the analytics. That, exactly. The frequency of updates as well. The the fact that, you know, what you get a lot in like traditional systems is that you'll have a content creator that has to fill out a ticket and that goes to a developer and they update the content and then they send it back to the content creator and they see that and they say, that's not really how I wanted it to look. So they make another ticket, it goes back again. This whole process can literally take weeks. And by that point, you're no longer up to date with the news that, or like you're not able to be up to date with the constant news cycle. Yeah. So content is always delayed that you're bringing out. And events, events, the events industry, they needed to also be ahead of this process in terms of you needed to improve your content year by year. You cannot just rely on your brand. Of course, 100%. An event like Forrester, their brand, it say, say for itself, like I, you don't need to maybe oversell what you're bringing, but uh, they also, they needed to innovate. They needed to bring content and yeah. know what exactly their persona, their customers yeah. want to buy. Welcome to Eventland. 
the fastest growing global community for event professionals, powered by InEvent. With Eventland, you'll have access to a dynamic network of industry experts, innovative tools, and exclusive resources that will help you take your event career to the next level. Joining Eventland means you'll be part of a community that is passionate about creating exceptional experiences for attendees, from corporate events to festivals and everything in between. Sign up now at www.eventland.co, where the world's best event professionals connect. How are you? How are you going about that? How are you making sure that you're staying innovative in the kind of content that you also put out? Oh, we need to ask for Pedro Fadley, our uh, manage, marketing manager. But for me, like uh, what I tell him, I'm always constantly listen to what people are saying. Yeah. Right. Like uh, very carefully, like on the meetings that I attend with the customers that I talk and seeing the reaction when I talk about uh, AI transcription and I see the reaction for that. Or yeah. when I say about like uh, saving time and bringing more revenue, integrating with Salesforce dynamics and those ERMs. Yeah. So I see the reaction. I see how they, they have positive reactions and then we can constantly improve. Yeah our content based on that. And of course, like uh, the analytics of seeing how much time they spend on this content, how many page views do we have, uh, Google Trends, all those analytics. Yeah. Uh, it's very important. For Absolutely. Me. Do you think AI is going to have a big impact on what you guys are doing? I mean, we've been... Yeah, I don't we think, have, I don't think we I've have ever AI had AI integration, right? Like nice. my thought was like uh, how Google will survive this. Like, yeah, they will make a way. They already released their own AI solution. So I yeah. think... Uh, yeah. Uh, for us and for our industry, we are enabling already. We are enabling this with AI tools they can use for rep repetitive uh, tasks, especially yeah. these uh, email reminders, right? We we get email reminders for events all the time or sponsors. Yeah, and exactly. Us, oh, you're going to have this party tonight. We're going to have this breakfast tomorrow, my session today. And you can automate a lot of this with AI. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think I've ever heard the word AI being said as much as in the last three days, honestly. It was a very big theme. Yeah, we did conference. Adobe Summit, I think, in March. And yes. since Adobe Summit, like uh, AI was like uh, everyone yeah. talking on absolutely. all their sessions. Yeah. But I see a lot of people still, they don't use AI on the day-to-day -day job, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. I mean, the thing is, I come from Europe myself, so I'm based in Spain and Barcelona. I'm German, English myself, but I hear, you know, in Europe, there's a lot of uncertainty around the topic of AI in a way that I don't think there is in, in the US quite to the same extent. Like, you know, Italy made it illegal to use open AI. And, uh, yeah, the government, right? The government brought like yeah. Sam Altman and many of those AI leaders exactly. to the White House. Yeah. So the vice president are she's talking with a lot of leaders to understand what the government has to do to control exactly there are a lot of concerns but uh, uh the thing is we are already taking advantage of this and somehow some people will be have a negative impact on their lives but uh i see it as something that we're gonna learn in the process yeah so absolutely. it's hard to predict everything absolutely. that is going on yeah and, and of course the human connection is something that uh we needed to put more on this, you know, that's why in-person events will be very important. But of I agree. course, we needed to make those shows very good. 
you yeah. experienced like a bad experience coming here, right? You had like a problem in the in, in the airport coming here. <laughs> yeah, I spent 90 minutes in the security queue at Newark Airport. JFK. Uh, amazing. No, New York. New York. New York. New York. Um, and yeah, everyone was like, "Oh, you should do the TSA pre-check-in and all these sorts yes. of things." But like, I didn't know about those sorts of things yet. So <laughs> but, now I know for the future. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we are gonna be very concerned about our time and money spent to travel to go to those events so yeah. it has to be very unique opportunities absolutely to be there and to meet the right people right you want to meet yeah. like your customers the right persona absolutely and in that sense this conference was excellent i have to say like we really there's a lot of b2b marketers and and salespeople at this conference and those are pretty much the people that we like to speak to the most and it's hugely validating to be here and hear how much the solution also resonates with people and how everyone like gets it for us that's a big thing as well like and i think that that's very important for the team as well like to have those conversations with people to understand like what are the issues that they tell you about and you only really really learn as much as you can when you're at a conference i think in person what was the best thing here and this event is there a specific session that was really good for you or the time when you're at the booth? I really enjoyed the, the time at the booth, actually. Um, we, had a, we had fewer conversations than usually, but we actually had really good conversations this time. Yeah, everyone kind of talked about the volume, like uh, maybe yeah. there was no much traffic in the marketplace, but always the level of exactly. senior level. There are a lot of C-levels here, yeah. and they are very... Uh, genuine the conversations right yeah, they want to know about you and vice versa when you ask questions they're yeah. very open to us yeah and this this is the highlight of my of my three days of course that's awesome <laughs> what about you yeah it was really good like that's the first time we are in this event and i see the level of networking i was talking to people here compared to other events yeah some events when you approach people to just you know know about them they don't they're not open to talk they want to i'm i don't know you and i'm gonna talk to you over here everyone was really open to yeah. know who you are and talk about them as well when you ask the right questions so i feel the level of networking is very high and people are very like uh open to learn you know i think that's one of the great things about events yeah. is when you go there to learn with other people not just the speaker the speaker is one person that you can learn from, but uh, you don't have opportunity many times to engage. Maybe you can ask one question. Yeah. But uh, the way you see the value of the things you are doing and learn is going to be during the networking yeah. time. And they were also walking around here, actually, a lot of the speakers. I really enjoyed that. One of the things that I had was a kind of a crazy moment was I was uh, in a session about content and content alignment. Um, being done by Amy and, and Jennifer Bullock and they'd kind of they'd quoted our VP of marketing uh, from a very kind of surreal moment for me to sit in a forest session and see you know my manager being quoted in one of their presentations I loved it it was really really nice to see. yeah that's awesome see the impact right exactly. of the things you were doing exactly see yeah. that and and see that they they clearly think that we're doing something right because if they didn't think that then they wouldn't be and they wouldn't be talking about what we're doing. So that was also very, very rewarding for me to see and something that we've worked on for a long time as well. So do you think uh, it worked for other uh, marketing managers, CMOs to be here? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a, I think it's a really good conference. I think for me, the thing that I've always appreciated here, and this might not align very much with what they're looking for out of this conference, but I find this conference is excellent for like mid-level marketing managers because those are the people in the weeds. Those are the people carrying out day-to-day the strategy that you know the businesses decide on and i think that there's so much value for those people to learn in a conference like the b2b summit you know and i think that companies also should have more of that approach towards what they make decisions and to have more in the hands of the kind of mid-level marketing managers and so for me I think that that's the sweet spot for this conference. Like those people, when you're having a session about aligning content, the people that are having to align that content are the people that are executing on those strategies. And so for me, I think that that's where I really see the the value of this conference the most. And I, I really enjoy that. If you've been looking for ways to make your meetings more engaging, look no further. InEvent has got the solution for you. Switch up your workplace atmosphere to 100% engagement by utilizing tools like polls, questions, chats, and the networking roulette feature that enables employees to get to know each other. And oh, there's more. Embrace InEvent's team engagement solutions and attendance tracking tools that provide fun team collaboration activities. Track your meetings, keep your employees vibrant, and at the same time, ensure that they are paying attention during the meetings. Put an end to Zoom fatigue by going beyond Zoom. Go beyond Zoom by choosing InEvent today. Are you going to the EMEA uh, event? They have also EMEA and APEC. Right? Yeah, Summit. absolutely. We'll definitely be there. Um, and, and I don't know whether we're going to be sponsoring it this time, but we'll definitely be attending it because we want to see the analysts and spend time with the analysts as well. I always thoroughly enjoy coming to these events. And, you know, so from that point of view, we'll definitely be there. And you over here, you had your own session, right? Like your yeah. 15 minutes, 20 minutes session? Yeah, 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 absolutely. It was really nice to have a, a chat about... Basically, the the TI report that we'd written together with Forrester, that ROI study that we'd done with them, and and talk a bit about the state of content management. So I, um, the study that we've written uh, at Storyblock about the state of the current content management industry and more about the implementation of how content management systems are being implemented at companies, how many CMSs businesses have, how many teams are using them. Uh, all those sorts of things, and yeah, I love that. We do that study every year, and it's such a great study. And it's such an, there's so many interesting results in that study. Yeah, I was thinking that that's a great strategy, right? To not have a, just a booth, but also put a content yeah, on yeah, conferences sure. like this, because especially on conferences that the trade show is not a major part, because some events, the, the trade show will be very important, and people spend hours on trade shows, but over here, People spend hours on sessions, right? Yeah. They want to hear the yeah. last things, the last stories. So yeah. that's something you recommend yeah, for yeah. all the companies. Absolutely. To... I mean, the thing is, people are here for the analysts, right? I come here for the analysts at the end of the day. Um, in total transparency. That's the people that I enjoy. They'll be using your product every day, right? <laughs> I hope. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I really enjoy seeing the analysts and spending time with them. Like for me, that's the... That's the part that I get most excited about when I come to these events. And I think that that's the case for a lot of people. So for us, providing some content throughout this conference as well is what I really, what I really care about as well. Uh, and for us, that's always a, 
a key factor. That's awesome. Do you want to share any other last uh, thing in your mind about like uh, what we should focus in terms of content strategy for the next six months, one year? What are the good tools with the story block that people should be using? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a couple of thoughts that I, I really have. I think at the end of the day, the most important thing is really that content creators are properly empowered to bring out good content. And, you know, that ties into all so many of the things that we're seeing at the moment around like generative AI and all those sorts of things. Like, you know, a big theme of what they were saying here was experiment with AI, at the very least experiment. If, if you decide that you don't want to do it, that's okay. If it's not the right thing for you, that's okay. But experiment with it because you need to be able to make an informed decision on whether... Uh, when, whether it's the right thing for you. Um, so those are those are a couple of the most important things. And then headless technology at the end of the day means that businesses can have a leaner technology stack. Um, a lot of businesses have several content management systems in the company. A lot of businesses don't even realize that they have several content management systems because between teams, there's no communication about who is using what CMS. And the great thing about Storyblock and the thing that we've always wanted to do with Storyblock is that businesses work within one solution within Storyblock and that they don't rely, that you don't rely anymore on third-party apps in order to get your content approved. No, you should, within your CMS, you should have an approval workflow uh, process that allows for people to approve content within the platform and edit the con content within the platform or certain discussion features which allow for conversations to happen within the CMS. And I think that that's super important. There's so much that gets lost when we switch between platforms, when we have several platforms, when we don't have that level of alignment. And so I guess that's my my big takeaway is like, find yourself a platform or a solution, a system that ultimately allows you to stay within that solution and not rely on like several other solutions. And the great thing about Headless is you can integrate it with loads of other technologies. So we have a huge tech ecosystem as well where businesses can do so much. Um, and you can really plug it into your entire digital experience architecture um, and from that point of view i think that that's definitely where the industry should be headed where people should be should be going um, especially if they look if they're looking to scale their content operations if they're looking to scale their their internationalization um, and and elements like that so from that point of view i think that that's where businesses should should really be focusing awesome. on yeah, sounds like a new era of uh, digital transformation, right? Yeah, there is still 100%. a lot of room for improvement in our uh, digital assets. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time, Julius. Thank you very much for having me. For this very opportunity while shutting down their <laughs> event. But yeah. uh, great conversation. Thank you so much. That was another Event Talks episode. Thank you for listening to Event Talks, a podcast by Eventland. If you're interested in joining our global community for event profs, use hashtag eventland to find us on social media. Until next time, have a lovely day.